Hello, everyone. My name is Wendy Myers. Welcome to the Myers Detox podcast. And you can find my work and hundreds of podcasts and hundreds of articles at MyersDetox.com. And on this show, we talk about everything related to detox, related to, you know, uh, opening your body's detox pathways. We talk about toxins and how they affect your body. And today we're going to be talking about what are the number one toxins people aren't thinking about pharmaceutical drugs. And today on the show, we have Dr. Joe Newsma, and he is a pharma toxicologist, and he actually works with pharmaceutical companies to protect the workers from the pharmaceutical drugs that they are manufacturing. Very, very interesting. And so we'll talk a lot uh, today on the show. We're going to be talking about you know how to get off pharmaceutical medications, and uh, how statins can cause liver and kidney damage and failure, and how drug interactions are quite dangerous and why your doctor isn't checking for them, and how there are almost always natural remedies that you can take instead of pharmaceutical drugs. I'm so happy to report my mom, I've been trying to get her off of blood pressure medications for so long. She's been on them for 30 years. And the doctor said, you're gonna have to be on those for life. There's no getting off them. And I know they were causing health issues for her and she got an infrared sauna and she started using it for 20 minutes a day. And within a month, she was completely off her medication. She's completely medication-free now. I'm so happy. I cannot even tell you. And so, and I, I want more of you guys to have a, a story like that. And Dr. Joe Nuzma, who's on the show today, he helps people evaluate and get off of their medications uh, because that's what that's what he does. He's worked for pharmaceutical companies for, for decades, for 30 years, and uh, he can help you do that. So this is a very, very interesting show today. And I know you, so many of you guys listening are concerned about your body's toxic body burden of chemicals and metals. So I created a very simple quiz that you can take at heavymetalsquiz.com. It, it's two minute quiz. And after that, you get your results. And, and then after that, you get a free video series about your free most frequently asked questions related to detox. You know, how long does it take to detox? Um, what are the best supplements? What are the best tests to take to figure out what toxins that I have? We answer all those questions and more. So just go take the quiz at heavymetalsquiz.com. Our guest today, Dr. Joe Nuzma, is the CEO and Chief Toxicologist at Superior Toxicology and Wellness, an international scientific consulting firm that he founded. For the past 30 years, Dr. Joe has been active in toxicology research, and he's been able to improve water quality and remove carcinogens from treated water, and he's assisted private clients to review their medical records and help them eliminate unnecessary prescription drugs from their profile. As a member of the Scientific Advisory Board for Vitro Biopharma, Dr. Joe has helped market stem cell-related products for diabetes research to scientific, pharmaceutical, and medical markets. And with the overwhelming options for better health, we're often left confused with more questions than answers. So Dr. Joe provides solutions to many medical questions, giving people back the power of their own health. And you can learn more about Dr. Joe Newsman and his work at superiortoxicology.com. Dr. Joe, thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, you're welcome. It's happy to be here. Looking forward to it. Yeah. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your background? 
Sure, I can do that. I have a PhD in toxicology with a lot of experience in pharmaceuticals. So looking back over the career, I have 30 years of experience in human exposure to drugs, to chemicals, and to microbials. So that really gives me a diverse platform to basically talk about any type of human exposure. And uh, toxicology is the study of poisons. It's basically anything that's not supposed to be in the body that somehow manages to get in the body. What does it do? What type of interaction? What type of effect does it have and what type of ripple effects and downstream effects and all that kind of stuff. So I've done time in the chemical industry with uh, Dow Chemical and I've worked in academics and I did a lot of time in the pharmaceutical industry for uh, Novartis Generics. And my job was always to make sure the people that were making the tablets and capsules were safe in their jobs. So occupational toxicology, if you will, I set the safe level of pharmaceutical products that people people could be exposed to before there was any risk of adverse effects. And then the flip side, side B, if you will, of that, I also set the amount of drug A that could be found in drug B before it was a problem for the end user, the consumers. So between those types of values and setting that type of limit, that's where my bread and butter has come in. And it took me about six years of working in corporate America to realize that Dr. Joe's mouth and corporate America really weren't synonymous for a symbiotic existence, if you will, because, you know, people ask me for my opinion and I'm happy to share. In corporate America, when they ask you for your opinion, they don't want to hear anything. That's just lip service. So I got out about 20 years ago. Yeah, 20 years ago and opened up Superior Toxicology and Wellness. And really the mantra for Superior Toxicology and Wellness is summed up by finding new solutions to old problems. And that's it. So I look at all of the old problems, you know, whether it's air pollution, water pollution, toxic exposure, and see what we can do to take simple steps to try to alleviate some of those exposures. The human lives in a soup of toxic exposure. There's bad stuff in the water. There's bad stuff in the food. There's bad stuff in the air. There's bad stuff all around us. Everybody knows that. Everybody has their pet bad stuff. But what you really need to look at it as, it's a cumulative exposure. And we'll talk about that later on a little bit. But it's all of these things that are heaped on to the humans and based on where you live. Like me, I live in the front range of Colorado in the Rocky Mountains. Well, just so happens the Rocky Mountains has a higher level of uranium exposure than anywhere else on Earth. You know, like yourself, you're living in tropical paradise, Now, you would have a little bit more exposure to UV rays in the sun. So, you know, every spot has its pluses and minuses, but every spot has the reason why you're there. You know, in Colorado, there's no humidity and there's no bugs. I mean, who wouldn't like that? 
in the tropics. You can walk out your door, walk down the block, get your scuba tank filled and be in the water probably in 20 minutes. So it's people's why. And my why is, you know, I'm 52 years old. I woke up one day, looked in the mirror and I said, who is this guy? I'm huge. So I started getting in the research, looking into things like intermittent fasting, looking into things like various supplements and looking into seeing what I need to do to try to be less huge. Took me 50 years to get there. You know, it's going to take more than a month to unget there. And part of that is what kind of garbage do you have built up in your body that's keeping you from being more healthy? You know, it's like the old advice. The best thing to do when you find yourself in a hole, stop digging. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think there's a, that's a lot of people's story is they, and that was mine too. After I had my baby, I looked in the mirror and I was like, who is this person? And I, I just felt like I didn't, I didn't recognize myself, you know, physically or emotionally as well. And I, I did something about it. It's sort of digging myself out of the hole when I'm Dr. And Google. it's not one thing. Yeah. Yeah. There's a, it's a number of things. So why don't you tell us about toxins and, and their role in uh, causing weight gain and causing other different metabolic issues and, sure. and some of the, the chronic health issues that we're dealing with today that, you know, pharmaceuticals are used to as a solution. We're going to talk about pharmaceuticals. I guarantee yeah. you we'll talk about pharmaceuticals. We'll get that in a minute. But it's, I mean, it's, it's and it, you know, it could be, you know, one person's toxin is somebody else's vice and somebody else's crutch. Toxicology has a premise. The dose makes the poison and everything in moderation. What does that mean? Well, let's talk about the dose makes the poison. The dose makes the poison means that something that is exquisitely toxic can be very non-toxic if the concentration is low enough. And then something that's very non-toxic can be quite toxic if the dose is high enough. Say, for instance, cyanide. Everybody's heard of cyanide. It's a, you know, in all the spy movies, they had the cyanide capsule, you bite on it, you get the white foam, and then all of a sudden you're dead. Well, cyanide, de, uh, it disc uncouples your cellular respiration. So basically your cells can't make any energy, can't utilize the oxygen, and you die. Cyanide is used every single day in the gold mining industry safely. It's just a concentration. Dose makes the poison. Now let's talk about water. Water is something that's a universal solvent. We're mostly water. We need a lot of water in order to, to, uh, to just exist on this planet. And if you use the illicit drug ecstasy, popular with the teens in the raves. Now, I've never tried this, but I know what it does. One of the toxic effects of ecstasy is extreme thirst. And this feeling of extreme thirst will lead these kids that are high on ecstasy to consume so much water that it dilutes your electrolytes and fouls up cell-to-cell -cell communication. When that happens, you can pass out and die from water toxicity because the concentration is so high. So that's the dose makes the poison. And when, you know, humans are existing in their soup of toxic exposure, 
you know, you're breathing in stuff. It, obviously, the air in an inner urban area is worse than the air in a rural area. But some people may disagree, thinking that I like the smell of a of a bus much better than I like the smell of the, you know, the south end of a cow walking north. Being from Texas, you know what that means. <laughs> 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 but I do. yeah, see, <laughs> and it's just, you're, you're picking your toxins where you live has a lot to do with it. You know, if you live in a brand new house, you can go through the house and you can pick out lots of toxins, every adhesive that's you made in the construction, you know, putting down tiles, putting down hardwood floor, putting down carpet, all of the particle board furniture that you buy, new carpet is off gassing all kinds of different uh, volatile organic carbons, VOCs, you Google that you'll find all kinds of bad effects. So you can have a new house that has all kinds of secondary exposure, or you can have an old house. And <laughs> there's a saying that says every piece of drywall every ma ever made, every piece of drywall ever made has mold. All you need to do is add moisture. Mold spores are everywhere. So if something gets wet, you can start to grow mold. And the longer mold grows, the worse off that house is for people to live in. Because mold, you know, the poster child for mold is the black mold, stachybotrys, if you're the nerdy type that love the names. The, the stachybotrys, when they will uh, grow and grow and grow, and then as they get mature, they put off what's called mycotoxins. Now, mycotoxins are the intoxic category, but there's dozens of different types of mycotoxins. And these mold, you know, they're growing in the wall. But these mycotoxins are very small particles that can go everywhere in the house. And if it gets into a HVAC system or it's your HVAC system, which is heating, ventilation, and air conditioning, if the mold is growing in that, it's all over the place anyway. So you're breathing in these toxins, whether it's a new house, whether it's an old house, whether it's ever been wet. If you live in a humid environment, yeah, you can't get away from this stuff. But the human body is really designed well to withstand the environment in which it lives. Otherwise, we'd all been dead a long time ago, right? <laughs> so think about the human body as just, you know, you're this mass of cells, cells, billions and billions of cells. And each cell has a bucket of defense mechanism. And everything that the human is exposed to, whether you're breathing it in and it's in the air, or it's in your food because you're eating a lot of processed food, or it's in your water and your water's contaminated by something, you know, uh, like the old Aaron Brockovich case out in California. You, you might have known about that being from California, the chromium in the water, you know, it could be anything. But every one of these cells has this bucket of defense mechanisms, the poster child of which is glutathione. Everybody's mostly heard of glutathione. And what that does is it's a molecule that sucks up these oxygen radicals. You know, the oxygen radicals are what the body produces when it breathes, but also what is produced by chemical reactions by all of these toxins that we're exposed to. And as long as the cellular bucket of defenses has something in it to fight those oxygen radicals, most people are going to be okay. And the problem is all of these toxins, whether they come from the air or the water or the food or the environment, they hit the same bucket of cellular defense mechanisms. So how do you keep that full? 
Well, that's a very basic question, and it has a very basic answer. You keep the cellular defense bucket full by doing very simple things. Get enough rest. You know, that's not just laying in bed, staring at your phone or playing on your iPad. That is actually good rest sleeping. Stay hydrated. Most people don't realize the importance of hydration. And when you're dehydrated, how much that affects your basic physiology. 90% of the people walking around on this globe are chronically dehydrated. So get enough rest, get enough water, and then you eat a good diet. And if you're eating a good diet, and what, what is a good diet? Whole foods, raw foods, vegetables, and green stuff. You can mix in some meats. You don't have to. You don't need those. And most people eat about four times more than they need. So it's amazing how little food you actually need. Exactly. Start listening to your body and (laughs) going to bed a little bit hungry because you don't really need any more food than that. It's, it's, it's hard not to. Exactly. So my basic (laughs) advice from superior toxicology on the, uh, is eat half and mostly plants and you're going to be okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that you're going over these basics because I think people think, oh, detox, I have to take these pills and I have to do all this stuff. And there's a lot of things that you can do, but you you do have to get those basics right in order to optimize the pathways to allow the toxins to to leave your body. Any other basics we should know about? Oh, sure. I mean, because when you are refilling that bucket of cellular defense mechanisms, you are providing the body its most natural way to get rid of everything that it doesn't want you know and that's the key to detox that's the key to becoming healthier because what you want to do is you want to get rid of everything that you have thrown into your body the best example the best analogy i have for that think about your body as being a sponge and you're a big sponge and all the stuff that you put into your body you're it's like a dripping faucet The dripping faucet is just filling up that sponge. And that sponge can hold a lot. Think about the different reservoirs in your body. You know, you have adipose tissue. That's a fancy science word for fat. Everybody has it. (laughs) And that attracts a different chemical characteristic toxin than muscle tissue would then intercellular fluid would. What's that? That's all the space around those cells that is also water that's also in your body. So you have water-loving things going to the intercellular fluid. You have fat-loving things going to adipose tissue. You have specialty things going to lung tissue, going to liver tissue, going to gallbladder. All of these different reservoirs. And that faucet is dripping, 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 dripping. That's why throughout our teenage years and our 20s and our 30s and sometimes into 40s, people can feel immortal. And ultimately... For all of the foolishness that people put themselves through in their in their teens and their 20s and sometimes into their 30s, depending upon how hard it is for people to learn lessons, it comes time to pay the piper in your late 40s, in your 50s, and in your 60s. And that's when that sponge has been dripped into and it's just full. And if you think about it, you squeeze that sponge. What happens? All this water gushes out all over the place. Well, your body is that sponge and you have something that's an unnatural event when you have been collecting in that sponge for decades and your body squeezes. What could be an unnatural event? Trauma. 
you have an accident, you wreck your car, you have to have surgery, or you fall down some steps, or anything that's not normal, you have a very stressful situation. You know, it could even be any number of things like that. And those are virtual squeezes of that sponge. And all of these toxins go from those reservoirs where your body has it compartmentalized and siloed, and it jams them right back into the bloodstream. And that's when we have issues. Because that's when those toxins go from sequestered to right back into your bloodstream. And, and what can I hit? What can I run into? What can I disrupt? What enzymes can I, can I mess up? What uh, cell membranes can I tear apart? What organs can I disrupt? It's because as long as those cellular defenses are there, those cells are happy. Happy cells make happy tissues. Happy tissues make happy organs. Happy organs make happy organ systems. Happy organ systems make happy humans. And if those cellular defenses run out, then the cellular parts start being the detox. Your RNA gets hit, your DNA gets hit, your enzymes get hit, your cell membranes get hit. And when that happens, you have cell death. When you have enough cell death, then you have tissue death or organ death. And that's what happens that uh, all of these health issues are insidious. That's a fancy scientific word for it sneaks up on you. You can't feel it. Just one day you wake up and it's like, my God, why does everything hurt? Well, what are you doing that you haven't been doing lately? For me, I'm working, you know, manual construction in my mom and dad's house, fixing this shower. And I'm using muscles I haven't used in a long time. And everything is sore. Well, you know what that is? That's cellular inflammation. And cellular inflammation can be controlled. You can control it with your anti-inflammatories. You know, that's your ibuprofen, that's your Tylenol, that's your aspirin, that's your naproxen, that's your Aleve, all of those things. But you know, you take those for too long and then you're trading your anti-inflammatory for your liver health. It's all a balance. You have to find something that's natural. You know, it's like carbon 60. That's the best antioxidant in the world. You Google carbon 60, you'll find a thousand different products with that. Carbon 60 can eliminate that everyday fire of the, of the, of the inflammation and uh, of the oxygen radicals. And when you give your body that sort of a wonderful supplement, and it doesn't have to exert a lot of resources doing that daily grind against the anti-inflammatory business of just existing and breathing, then your body can put into effect its amazing capacity to heal. When you have the resources, your body knows where to spend them. And the human body has amazing capacity to know where to do that. So, Carbon 60 is a wonderful molecule. The one I recommend is, is from Live Longer Labs. It's called C60 Complete. And it comes with carbon 60 and two other natural products. It comes with curcumin and it comes with black seed oil. It's one of the best products on the face of the earth, in my opinion. I was the first credentialed professional that wrote a white paper on this. And if, if you go to livelongerlabs.com, you can find that and you can get one that's written for the lay public or you can get one that's written for the scientific mind. And it tells you why it works and why it's good and why everybody on the planet should be on it. And uh, the fact of the matter is it helps with that inflammation process. It helps with that chronic inflammation and inflammation is really one of the worst problems that humans face. 
And that chronic inflammation leads to all those signs of aging. You know, your, your eye wrinkles and your graying hair and your age spots and all of these things is due to your body losing efficiency to fight the inflammation, to fight those oxygen radicals over time. And if you want to do one thing, you know, you find a C60 supplement that works for you and you use that. You know, because that gives your body the boost it needs to take care of the daily grind so that it can realign resources, you know, that cellular defense mechanism in that bucket of every cell to what needs healing. I think what ends up happening with people, they, like you said, they build up these toxins over yeah. time, air, food, and water medications that they're taking. And, and then um, they use up all their cellular defenses, their glutathione, their vitamin E and yep. vitamin C and all, all these other things that are used to fight toxins in the body. And, exactly. uh, and then they become depleted yep. and to a certain degree defenseless if they're not repleting those through their food or through supplementation or, or lifestyle habits. Yeah, um, bad decisions will deplete them faster. <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. And if you're drinking and smoking and taking, uh, you know, polypharmaceuticals, like, like my father was on 10 different medications towards yep. the end of his life. He didn't have a chance. His liver didn't have a chance. And, you know, a lot of people are doing that a lot. Millions of people are five more medications and all these things uh, work against your liver and your body's ability to detox. So it's great to have something like the C60. And I've actually never done a podcast on this before so on this molecule. Can you talk a little bit more about anything in interesting about how it works or any, you know, sure cons about it, any contraindications uh, for people who shouldn't well, be taking yeah, it? Yeah, sure. I, I absolutely can. It works by fighting inflammation. It works by taking care of oxidative stress. And oxidative stress is really one of the only design flaws in the human because uh, when the mitochondria are making energy from oxygen and other cofactors in the body, a side effect of that is the production of oxygen radicals. And it's these oxygen radicals that have to be quenched by something. And C60 is very good at it. Glutathione is a biochemical reaction. It is, if think about this, you know, you know, it's, it's going to be a weird analogy, but think about glutathione as a flintlock black powder rifle. You have one shot, take out one oxygen radical, and then you got to reload that glutathione by going through a biochemical process and resetting it up to do that again. And that takes cofactors and supplies by the cell. Carbon 60 is a 60 carbon soccer ball structure of carbon that is actually in that circular spherical orb. And there's all kinds of carbons in there that just pick up a hydrogen from the ambient environment in your body. And it's a chemical reaction, not a biochemical reaction. And you have 60 spots on that carbon that can suck up these oxygen radicals. So where glutathione is a single shot, Carbon 60 can get 60 of these things. And then once it eliminates that car, uh, oxygen radical, it just takes the, one of those hydrogens, slaps it on that, sends it on its way as a, as a detoxified hazard, which is now an innocuous molecule that's found commonly in the body, picks up another hydrogen from the ambient environment and regenerates immediately. So it can go on nearly forever taking care of these oxygen radicals. That's why carbon 60 is so, so 
good. When you're doing your shopping for your carbon 60, you got to look for carbon 60 purity, not carbon 50, not carbon 59. It's got to be carbon 60 and look for the ones with no solvents. And that's going to put you down to about, uh, I would say four or five candidates. And I, like I said, I like in particular live longer labs version of it because you can get just the carbon 60 in an oil form, or you can get it just a gel cap. It is combined with curcumin and black seed oil, which are very powerful natural products, which are organ protective and they're antibiotic and they're antiviral. And they has been shown by the NIH to help what's what's really in the media nowadays called the long haulers, the people that got the COVID infection and they recovered from it. But there's still all kinds of symptoms and signs like the high performance athletes that can't get back to their sports because they're still having nagging signs and symptoms because their viral load is low enough to not make them sick, quote, but it's high enough to still mess with their physiology. So carbon or carbon 60 with curcumin and black seed oil has been shown to have positive benefit in those long hauler COVID type infections. Both of my parents are 81 years old. I have them both on that product. They haven't been sick in the last two years. And I attribute that to the carbon 60, the C60 complete. My mom has had two knee replacements. The first time she wasn't on carbon 60, the second time she was. And the second knee replacement, there was less pain, less swelling, and her progression through physical therapy was tremendously faster. Because you had that antioxidant effect, you had that, uh, that taking care of the oxidative stress. And when you do that, your body heals. There's another lady I'd love to tell you about her name. She's a retired OBGYN. So a baby doctor. And she was suffering from the beginning of macular degeneration. Now, if you don't know what that is, that is a degenerative effect in your eye where you lose your field of vision and it just like it's burning away and you just have a spot that you can't see anything. It's all based on oxidative stress. When she found the carbon 60 or she found Live Longer Lab product, she took the oil, which is designed to last a month, and she took one, a month's worth every week. And she has before and after pictures of her eye. Not only did she halt her macular degeneration, for which there was no cure initially, she reversed it. She has the pictures from her eye doctor, the before and the after. And that eye doctor broke his arm, patting himself on the back for all the good things that he was doing for her in curing her incurable disease. It was completely the Live Longer Labs product. And it's, it's so effective that other people have had those effects that Live Longer Labs is actually partnering with pharma companies to do clinical trials for macular degeneration because it was that effective. And it's all based on quenching oxidative stress. It's that simple because when you control your oxidative stress, with that supplement, carbon-60, then that bucket of cellular defenses is hugely plentiful to go after everything else that's wrong with your body. So that is how it works. That's why it works. It's a very simple mechanism. And it, it actually helps with the mental conditions. In Parkinson's patients, we've seen the tremor stop. And, and it was originally made by the, the founder of Live Longer Labs. His name's Max Champy. You can look him up. 
great scientist. He's originally made, he's, he's out of Bastrop, Texas. So probably know where that is. But it was, he originally formulated this product because his mother was beginning to show signs of dementia and Alzheimer's disease. And he made this product to give it to his mother. And she got seven more years of complete mental clarity all of the symptoms of those conditions vanished. And Max actually told me one day that the product worked so well in his mother, she got back to a point of irritating him on a daily basis. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> but, you know, then, you know, other parts of her body failed and, and she's, uh, she's gone from this rock. And, uh, but the response from the grassroots effort of people that heard about that product snowballed. So, you know, Max, uh, Max kept Live Longer Labs going and has helped a tremendous amount of people with this, with the, with the carbon 60 based products from Live Longer Labs. And it's always about what's next. And the way Max treats me is he sends me the name of the ingredient. You know, he'll like send me, what do you think about black seed oil? What do you think about curcumin? And he doesn't tell me what he's going to do with it. He doesn't tell me if he thinks it's bad or if it's good. And, you know, I'll give him my opinion on it. And then next thing I know, I see a product that comes out with, with these things in the middle of the product. So it's something that I take. It's something that I give my mom and dad. It's something that my family takes. And it's just, it's really one of, I call it the fountain of youth. C60 Complete is definitely the fountain of youth because it fights those age-related conditions and it helps you detox. One of the best stories are all these guys that are working around the Live Longer Labs. They all got uh, telomere length tests. You ever heard of that? Yeah, absolutely. Telomere, yeah. Telomeres is the, is the part of the cell that if it's long, that means that cell can divide for a long time and it's not going to die. And they did a before and after telomere length test before taking the bunch of C60 and then after. And in every single case, the test kit that they they swabbed the side of their cheek, gave them some cells, sent it back. The test kit, after analysis, they said, there's something wrong with this test. These results are unbelievable. We need to do it again. So they repeated the test. And there is one guy that's involved with the company that is 72 years old. And he's got a... 120% chance of living until he's 105 based on his telomere test. Seven years ago, he had a stroke. He used the carbon 60 to completely eliminate all signs and symptoms of that stroke. It's all oxidative stress. If you control oxidative stress, you're going to give your body the leg up that it needs to heal. And when you're on a bunch of pharmaceutical products, all of these metabolites create oxidative stress. And what I offer in that realm, Wendy, there's a program that I call HOPE. It's called Health Optimization Prescription Evaluation. And for this program, because physicians don't have time to do it for their patients, I take the time to have a conversation with people or, you know, they fill out a form and if, you know, additional questions. They tell me what they're on, why they're on it, how long they've been on it, the doses and stuff. And I give them a complete drug analysis and questions that they can bring back to their healthcare provider that essentially says, doc, prove to me that I still need to be on this medicine. I've done this approach for a lot of people. And in every single case, I find drug interactions. 
that means drug A is interacting with drug B because they're both there. Now, if you think about it, every time you see a commercial for these drug products, you get the lawyer fast talk at the end. That's all the things that could happen. Those labels are written as if the human is only taking that one drug. Nobody thinks about the person that's on two, three, four, five, 10, 15 different drugs. And then you have all of those things in the soup inside you that could be synergistic or antagonistic or somehow working together to create a worse reaction by having those two chemical agents in your body. So that's what you really need to think about. I've found drug interactions on every single hope analysis that I've written. One of the last ones that I did, this lady was on 17 drug products and 12 supplements. That's a lot. I found five therapeutic areas where she was on duplicate therapy. That means she was taking multiple drugs for the same thing five different times. So I got her off a lot of those meds and I took her down to two supplements and then she added the C60 complete. She's doing fabulous. But the fact of the matter is you got to take the first step, fill out that form, send it to me, and I can say, this is what we can do. When I find people on cholesterol drugs, the statins, it's like, we got to get off of that. Those are just some of the worst class of drugs. I mean, yeah. my, my I directly link my father's death to taking statins because, you know, they are finding that... 50% of the people that take statins end up getting diabetes oh. and then uh, caused by the statins and the diabetes ends up causing weight gain and then cancer. Liver and, failure. <laughs> yeah, liver, yeah, and it's just, uh, he was completely debil debilitated after being and on statins for 10 years. Completely preventable. The, the, the American Medical Association, the, the, uh, yes, I'm gonna get a dig on physicians. They're not in the business of curing anything. If they get somebody to take a drug for the rest of their life, they got a long-term customer. Think about that as a perspective. Now with statins, the physicians are very apt to say, well, you're getting a little thick. Let's put you on this statin and this statin and this blood pressure drug. Instead of just saying, hey, why don't you get up off the couch and walk around the block a little more often? <laughs> you know, because that thickness is what they call pre-diabetes. That's not diabetes. If somebody says, or hears their doctor say, I want to put you on a statin, I want to put you on a blood pressure medicine, this is when you need to say, wait a minute, doc, give me a month, give me six weeks. I'm going to see what I can do with diet and exercise first. Because more times than not, the people that are initially put on those statins, they don't need to be on the statins. And the, the statin, just like that sponge analogy, will build up in your system over time. And if they don't see a reduction in your cholesterol real quick, they'll dose, they'll, they'll increase the dose. That just turns up the faucet rate to the dripping gets faster. And what happens in the very severe cases of statins is a condition called rhabdomyolysis. That's a fancy science word for breaking down of your skeletal muscles. So the statins can break down your skeletal muscles and dump all this proteinaceous material back into your bloodstream and your kidneys work overtime trying to filter all this protein. So it wrecks your liver 
from just taking the statin. It wrecks your skeletal muscles from having too much statin in your system. And then it wrecks your kidneys trying to save it from the skeletal muscle that's getting broken down. And that is a very 30,000 foot overview of the dangers of statins, but that's just one class. The other class that I see half the world on is antidepressants. And it's just, that's Prozac. And it's just, why? People have lost the ability to cope. Half the world is anxious and half the world is convinced somehow that they're depressed. <laughs> and as soon as you get on these, they're lifelong. And it, it's brain altering chemistry changes people's personalities. So whenever I see antidepressants in the profile, I ask them, what was the original cause for getting on this drug? Is it still in your life? Was it transient? Has it passed? Do we need this? Is this a crutch or is this a necessity? More times than not, people are like, I don't know why I'm still taking that. And <laughs> studies have shown one of the best ways to, to, treat, to treat depression is not with pharmaceutical products. It's buying a dog because it gives <laughs> I you. Can, I can testify to that. <laughs> yeah. It gives you another sentient soul to take care of on this rock. And so they're fully dependent on you. And then that also helps with the, oh, my God, I'm fat. Because then, you know, it's, it's a proven fact that if your dog is overweight, you don't get enough exercise. <laughs> it's that simple. Then you get up off the couch. You're run, you're walking the dog around the block. You're not sitting there watching TV, eating a whole bag of Oreos. And it's the baby steps that you can begin to link together to decrease your environment of toxic exposure and your necessity or dependence on pharmaceutical products. You know, that's just two examples and every single profile is different. And I've seen some absolutely tragic stories, but there's still a silver lining in those. And if it's worth it to you to say, I don't want to be on all these pharmaceutical products, hit my website, superiortoxicology.com, click on the, on the button that says the HOPE program, fill out the form and let's see if we can help you. There hasn't been somebody I haven't been able to help so far. And it's just the baby steps of taking control of your own wellness. You know, there's so many things you can do to just take back a little bit of control, like the food advice, eat half and mostly plants, you're going to be okay. Water advice, you know, very, very low effort. Go online to your favorite online shopper and buy yourself a zero water filter. It's a reservoir, zero water filter. You can put tap water in it and it runs it through a five-stage filter. It takes out chlorine, it takes out fluorine, it takes out heavy metals, and it actually produces water the way water is supposed to taste. When you have a zero water filter, that water, and you're like, wow, this is good, you'll drink more water. That helps with your hydration. And it helps you kick the soda habit, which decreases your sugar load, which helps get your physiology back in control, especially if you're not eating all the processed garbage from the middle of the grocery store and you're eating more raw foods and whole foods and green foods, then at first your body's going to say, hey, what's going on here? But then it's going to say, hey, I like this. Keep it coming. And those initial small results should set you up for the next round of better results.
you know? And let's and- talk about pharmaceuticals for a little bit, because I think that's something that, you know, when people have health issues or they're not sleeping or they're depressed or it's not feeling right, they go to their doctor and they almost always will walk out with a, a prescription. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. And I, I remember my father he went to multiple different doctors and, and cause you know, different, you know, specialists for the heart and specialists for this and for that. And the, the doctors really weren't, um, I'm amazed that we have computers and the doctors aren't looking at the drugs that the patient is on and analyzing if there's going to be any drug interactions or just, right. they just think that they, uh, they know it all. And I, 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 I'm amazed. I've only seen one, one or two physicians use a computer when they are recommending medications for people. Tell us about that. Uh, Tell us a little bit about that, that issue and why that is. And, and I love this service that you're providing to help people because there's always uh, natural alternatives. Typically, you know, like my mom just got off of, she was taking blood pressure medication for 30 years she finally followed my advice. I, I got her a sauna, an infrared sauna. She started using the sauna every day. She doesn't need the medication anymore. She's completely medication free, but her husband unfortunately is just in love with the doctor and takes, I mean, I think at least five different medications. His life revolves yeah. around the timing of these medications He's taken with or without food. And he, he can't eat certain foods. His doctors told him not to eat any nuts, any fruit. He doesn't eat any fruit because the doctor said so. He won't <sighs> eat any onions. He won't eat any garlic. He won't, wow. all these amazing- He's missing a lot foods. of natural products. His, all these amazingly natural foods because of the doctor said, don't eat them or they're gonna interact with your drugs or they're contraindicated for your, your health issues. It's just oh. insane to me. Sure. Well, what I like to start with down this, this topic is uh, physicians have one semester of pharmacology in medical school. That's it. So the drug ex- experts in the healthcare system are really the pharmacists. And if there is a pharmacist on the healthcare team at the hospital, that's the best case scenario. Usually there's not. And the hope of catching drug interaction lies in a patient having all of the prescriptions filled at the same pharmacy. Because the pharmacist computer system, when those are entered, They have the flags that, hey, you need to look into this. This is a drug interaction. And they have major drug interactions, minor and intermediate. So the different severities. But it's the pharmacist that is the the keystone in catching those drug interactions. Physicians are only as, as educated as the latest drug rep that sat across their desk. They don't have time to get the education to be up on all of the drugs. They just don't do it. And not that that's bad or anything, but they just don't have time. You have to lean on the other experts in the care system, and that's the pharmacist. What Western-trained physicians, primarily the United States, really overlooks, and I think they're arrogant because of it, is that uh, they overlook all of the Eastern natural product medicine that has centuries of work behind it for the active substances found in natural products and plants. And the fact of the matter is all of these big pharma, they're finding their active ingredients in natural products. 
They're just chemically synthesizing the active ingredient instead of using an herbal remedy in a tea or, or some other tincture or something along those lines. Western trained medicine physicians completely ignore all of that far eastern experience and i think they're they're less effective because of it so to blindly follow the faith and judgment and care and instructions of your physician is not the way i would recommend you have to be your own best advocate in today's healthcare system you have to have some semblance of buyer beware there's a lot of information out there that people can go and find. They just need to be willing to do it. I think it's a lazy way for the patient, the consumer, the friend, the parent, the brother, whatever, to just say, my doctor told me this, so I'm going to do it. I don't recommend that. I say, go talk to your pharmacist, go find a homeopathic physician, somebody that combines natural processes with the pharmaceutical resources that are available because those homeopathic folks are about preventative medicine and curative medicine. A lot of the Western trained physicians are about long-term customers. Unfortunately, that's the case. It's such a such a terrible thing that's going on right now with uh, so many millions of people on medications that have completely natural alternatives. And that's one of the things that got me really passionate about doing this podcast. Um, But, you know, as we kind of transferred into detoxification, you know, I realized that, you know, medications are one of those things that are plays a huge burden on your detox pathways. A lot of people's primary toxins. Yeah, exactly. And so one of you guys trying to detox, you need to think about, you know, reverse engineer this. What is it that I'm putting in and on my body that is, you know, causing me to need to detox in the first place? Rule number one of finding yourself in a hole. Yeah. Stop (laughs) digging. Yes, yes. Yeah. And so any advice for people that are, you know, they're wanting to detox their body, but they're on a bunch of different medications and they feel like they have to have that. Can you give me any of them, any advice? First advice I would say is uh, have an analysis. I'm happy to help you, you know, go to superiortoxicology.com, clip click on the hope analysis. Uh, It's not free, but it's nominal and get that analysis conducted. So you have the right ammo to go back to your healthcare provider, whoever it is and say, Hey, do I need to be on this stuff? You need to want to take the first step. You need to want to take that first step to say, I don't need to be on this stuff. I don't want to be on this stuff. There is a pathway to get off of this stuff. And once you do that, then we can talk about natural alternatives. We can talk about better diet. We can talk about better hydration. We can talk about better sleep, but it all is in an order of operations and you got to take the first step first. And if you fall down on the first step, take the first step again and again and again, because as you take back your own wellness and control of your own wellness, those victories are going to lead you to take the next step and the next step and the next step. Yeah. And, and then the reality is it takes a work on your part. You yeah. can't be a passive. I, I do not recommend being a passive participant in your own health journey because the doctor has what, 15 minutes with you, maybe if, yeah. And, and they're, he, they just don't have time to really look at the whole picture, look at all the alternatives. They don't give health coaching advice to their patients. Nope. The patient's in there to solve a problem. 
they solve their problem and you go get your move on to the next patient. Yeah. And you have to be, that's, that's what you're dealing with. And that's what people want. They want a solution when they go to their doctor. So, you know, you have to be aware of that and that, you know, you, there's no getting around you having to do the work. Like I had a friend, I had a friend of mine that, uh, she had endometriosis and she was coming to me and she's like, what do, what do I do to get rid of this? I'm like, well, there's always a chemical underlying component of that. Uh, Which heavy promotes metals, the growth. Exactly. Heavy, yeah. Heavy metals, chemicals, uh, you know, synthetic estrogens and, you know. And they can all be measured. Yes. Yeah. And then, and I said, here's what you have to do to detox A, B, C, D. Well, that's, mm-hmm. I, I'm, that's really expensive to have to do that. Well, you know, you can live with the pain and she opted rather than spending some money on her own health to the, get her uterus removed because that was That's free. Drastic. Wow. That yeah. was free. That was covered by, by health insurance. Did it work? So, uh, no, sometimes it doesn't no. get all the endometriosis. It does it not. Just, she still has you didn't the solve the problem. It's like the, the mold growing in the drywall. If you, if you don't get it all, it's going to keep going. Yeah, no, I didn't. She still has the issue. And I'm like, there, there isn't any way around it. Even in same thing with cancers, people have cancer, you know, mm-hmm. uh, even if you remove the tumor, you, the conditions that allowed it to thrive right. are still there. The toxins that cause the mutation. Cancer thrives in acidic environments. Yeah. If you keep yourself hydrated and alkaline, you're going to stave off any cancer growth. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, but Dr. Joe, thank you so much for coming on the show. Is there anything else we haven't mentioned that you, you'd want to elaborate on? Well, you know, if, if people are looking for me, they can, they can, they can go to superiortoxicology.com and fill out the contact sheet, ask me any question. You know, I try like crazy to get all of those answered. And uh, if you can't remember superiortoxicology.com, just Google Dr. Joe for hope and you will find me. And you just got to remember that, that it took you years and years and years to get where you are. It's going to take longer than a couple of weeks or a month to start your journey back. You just have to keep taking the initial steps until it becomes a habit and you are back in control of what you need to have control over. Yeah. And can you, you're a big proponent of intermittent fasting. Oh, yeah. Can you talk about that at all? I sure that, can. Like, yeah. Detox benefits of that? Well, it, intermittent fasting, basically it's designed to overcome your insulin resistance. And you do that by having extended periods of time where you don't have incoming nutrients which spike your insulin levels. So if you can get a good long time of no insulin wash all over your bloodstream, then you get those periods where your body can naturally heal that insulin resistance. And it's that insulin resistance which leads to obesity. And unfortunately, the deck is stacked against you because the fat get fatter and it gets so hard to get unfat once you're super fat because of the way insulin resistance works and the way your blood sugar works and the way your body responds your glycemic index which jacks up your your blood sugar levels and then your your pancreas just shoots out loads of insulin and you know it's that that intermittent fasting will take care of a lot of that insulin resistance as a primary benefit, but it also decreases chronic inflammation. 
We've already touched on that. And that chronic inflammation, if left unchecked, leads to things that are very scary, like cancer. So if you get at the mechanisms from multiple approaches, you know, that's decreasing toxins in your air and your water and your food, and you go on intermittent fasting, then that gives your body the chance because the human body is designed to graze. It's not designed for three square meals a day. That was industrial revolution crap that helped management keep people working longer. Humans are designed to graze, eat mostly plants. Once in a while, you can have that meat because, hey, you're lucky enough to kill something. Let's all have some of this water buffalo. And that hasn't changed. So if you think about how things were in the beginning and you mimic that more and more, you're going to give your body's natural design, the resonance, that's a fancy science word to make sure everything's jiving, to utilize the programming that's inherent in our DNA. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So intermittent fasting is just another tool in the tool chest. And, you know, we talked about a lot of different things. If your listeners come up with specific things that they want to take a deep dive on, that's a scuba reference. I love it. I'm happy to come back and we can do that. Okay, fantastic. Fantastic. Well, Dr. Joe, thanks for coming on the show. And uh, thank you for imparting your knowledge about pharmaceuticals. I mean, you've spent years studying pharmaceuticals and how they interact with the body. And and and, and there's not there's not enough information out there about the um, you know how pharmaceuticals interact with each other and the, the health issues that that can cause. And people are just not thinking about that. They just think that their doctors got them covered and is, you know, is caring for them. And there's not going to be any issues when they're taking medications and uh, the, the exact opposite is typically the case. So thanks for coming on the show and, and everyone definitely go check out Dr. Joe's site, superiortoxicology.com. And everyone, thanks for tuning in to the Myers Detox podcast. And thanks so much for tuning in every week. You know, on the show, we talk about everything related to toxins and, and how to detox the body. Uh, I'm Wendy Myers. You can check out my site at myersdetox.com and I'll talk to you guys next week. The Myers Detox Podcast is created and hosted by Wendy Myers. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Wendy Myers and the producers, disclaim responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. Individuals on this podcast may have direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.